And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. Thank you, Lord. Your word says in Matthew 13, 11, that it is given unto us to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. And so this morning, Father, I ask that you unveil mysteries even as your word goes forth, Lord, I pray that you give revelation knowledge. You give direction, Father. Many of us are looking for a word from the Lord. A rhema word, Father. We thank you for the logos. But, Father, we're here for the rhema this morning. And so we say, speak, Holy Spirit, speak. Teach us, I pray. Lord, we lean hard on you. And we desire to hear your voice today. And so we ask you to lead us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, praise the Lord. If you would, turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 2, and let's look at the first seven verses. Luke chapter 2, the first seven verses. Amen. We are continuing to talk about the Christmas story. We started a few weeks ago, and today I want to continue from Luke chapter 2. We did Luke chapter 1 last week. Today we're looking at Luke chapter 2, verse 1 to 7. And what I want to do is first of all read the seven verses from Luke chapter 2. Amen. And then we'll come back and go through it and unpack these verses and see what the Lord has to say. Amen. Luke chapter 2, verse 1. Let's read collectively. You think that's, that's safe to do in church to read collectively? Amen. Well, let's, let's go then. Two, three. And it came to pass in those days, and there went out a decree. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, everyone into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was the house and lineage of David. Verse 5, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. What a blessing. Amen. The Christmas story. Thank God for Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank God for Jesus Christ. The Bible says, let this mind which is in Christ be in you. Amen. You let this mind be in you. I cannot do that for you since it is something that we have to work out. The Bible says you and I, we have to work out our salvation because the package of salvation is within us. Amen. So we got to work it out. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So let me say before I get into, to, into the text, Luke, only Luke and Matthew among the gospel writers covers the events of Jesus' birth. Luke goes into far more details into far more detail than Matthew. So that's why I'm approaching the text from, from the book of Luke. The consensus, though, is that Luke really interviewed Mary. And that is why his account is so detailed. The Holy Ghost, they would have Luke start the text with this particular phrase, and it came to pass. One of my favorite, favorite, favorite phrases in the entire Bible. Amen? 
and it came to pass. It came to pass. Glory be to God. Every time I see that verse, that phrase, I get excited. I forgot to see how many, and it came to pass. How many phrases are in the Bible? Amen? Because this is such a common phrase. It means, and notice where the Holy Spirit had Luke put it, right before, right in the middle of the Christmas story. And it came to pass. And I think the reason why the Holy Ghost had Luke put it there is because it came to pass means whatever we are going through this particular Christmas season, we are going to outlast it. Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? It came to pass. Whatever you're going through this Christmas season, you are going to outlast it. We human beings were built that way. We were born to outlast the devil. Oh, glory be to Jesus. We human beings, the highest form of God's creation, amen, were born to be overcomers. Challenges will come, amen, but I'll tell you what, we will stand after all is said, amen. I want you to tell your neighbor, this too shall pass. Yeah, yeah, just tell him in this season here, this too shall pass. It doesn't matter what you're going through, saints, we were built to last. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. We were built to last. The human soul, the human soul is powerful. Amen. And it can take as much as God will allow it to take. Are you with me? And so that's why I said, we human beings, we were built to last. Problems will come and go. Are you with me? Disappointments will come and go. Challenges will come and go. But I guarantee you, we will. Tell your neighbor, I'm still standing here. Tell him, I'm, sti I'm still here. I'm, I'm still here. Glory be to Jesus. 15 more days before 2019 is over and I'm still here. Glory be to God. I'm still here. I'm still here. Uh, it came to pass. It just came to pass. I'm going to last. It just came to pass because I was built to last. Yes, Hallelujah. Yes, glory be to God. Oh man, I thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory be to God. Hallelujah. It's going to be all right because at the end, God is going to get the glory. Yes, Amen. He's going to get the glory. So since it came to pass, now let's move on to the Christmas story. Amen. Since we know it's going to be all right. Since we know that God has us covered, let's move on and start talking about the Lord's business. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> so the Bible tells us, tells us in those days, in those days. Now that particular phrase is a very important phrase. Because you see what Luke, what the Holy Spirit through Luke is telling us. That what he's about to record, amen, are real historical events, amen. They are not once upon a time. Are you with me, saints? That's why it started with in those days, not once upon a time. Are you with me? I'm saying that for a reason. I'll explain a little later, amen. So these are not fanciful stories of Zeus and Apollo on Mount Olympus. This is real. That's what in those days mean. Now, what does in those days mean? Now, in Luke chapter 1 verse 39, an idea as to what in those days is referring to is given. Can you go to Luke chapter 1 verse 39? I need you to understand, brothers and sisters, what in those days mean. Amen. Very important. It gives us an idea. In Luke 1 39, we are told, and Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste into a city of Judea, of Judah. 
Amen. In those days, in those days, meaning in those days when the Christmas, the of the Christmas story began to unfold. And that's what he's telling us. Amen. In those days, Mary got up. Amen. What happened before Mary got up? In those days, uh, we had before Mary an angel. Amen. Went to Zachariah. You remembered? That's where the Christmas story began. We have to go by Baptist. In those days, we are told that an angel, angel Gabriel, visited about the birth of John the Baptist. You remembered? Of course, we know John the Baptist. We know Zacharias did not believe the angel. And because of that, he lost his voice. Since I need you to stay with me this morning. I need you to stay with me this morning because there are some, there are some specific... There is a specific word that I think the Lord would have us embrace today. Are you with me? So I don't want you to miss it. Amen. So we are told in those days, mean in those days when the Christmas story began to unfold. You remember that, right? In those days when the angel Gabriel went to Zacharias and Elizabeth. In those days, Elizabeth was barren. You remember and the Bible says Zachariah and Elizabeth, they were well stricken in age. Amen. Elizabeth was barren. Those days when Elizabeth was barren and Zacharias was well stricken in age. Both of them were, uh, uh, both, of, both of them passed childbearing age. So let's say about 60 to 70. She was barren and he thought no can do. But I tell you, God is a miraculous God. And when you remember that, in this, this, this is what God's telling, this is what the Holy Spirit is, is communicating to us. In those days when unusual miracles are taking place, in those days when God is moving, when God was moving behind the scenes. Are you with me? These are the days we are, the Holy Spirit is talking about. In the days when Mary was interrupted by angel Gabriel. When Gabriel, glory be to God, came to Mary and he said, Thou art highly favored. Favored because you were chosen by God to bear a son. Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? Oh, glory be to Jesus. Favored by God to bear a son. Just engaged to Joseph and God interrupted her life. Have you ever felt interrupted? Have you ever felt interrupted by God? I, you got your own plans all set to go and there comes God. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? Because you see, God always has us in mind. Listen to me, brothers and sisters. The Bible says we are laborers together with God. Amen. God is going to work through you and through me on the earth to accomplish his will. Amen. I wish all of us, I was reading, uh, I, I began to read and I saw where when the angel came to Mary, she said, behold, I think in, in, in chapter 1 verse 27, after the, the angel made the pronouncement, she said, behold, the handmaid of the Lord, let it be done unto me according to your word. Lord have mercy. I wish we all could say that when we get, when we get encountered by God, when God speaks to us. I wish we all can say, behold the servant of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Oh God, we thank you. I tell you, you tell God that your life will be interrupted. Oh, glory be to Jesus. Do whatever you want, God. Amen. 
So we are told in those days, Mary got pregnant. And then in those days, Mary not only got pregnant, when she got pregnant, she didn't tell Joseph anything. She ran to her cousin Elizabeth. You remember that? Those were the days. And the Bible says when she went to uh, Elizabeth's house, when she spoke to Elizabeth, the baby who was John the Baptist in her stomach, what? It leapt. Those were the days. I with God is working behind the scenes. The baby leapt in her stomach. The Bible said John was full of the Holy Ghost from his mother's womb. Mm, what a blessing. Amen. And then Mary, Elizabeth told Mary a verse I tell you I memorized a long time ago. Verse Luke 1, 11, 45. Don't turn there. It says, and blessed is she that believed for there shall be a performance of those things which were told to her of the Lord. Are you with me? Blessed is he or she that believed because there's going to be, a, and because you believe there's going to be a performance of those things that were told to her. Has the Lord told you anything lately? Has he told you anything lately? Well, it will be performed. It will come to pass if you believe it. Are you with me, sir? Because it's you and God. God speaks. You believe. It comes to pass. Amen? Also, while all this is going on, Gabriel is zooming across the universe from one set of folk to the other. Are you with me? Doing the Lord's bidding. Amen? Gabriel, we said on Wednesday, means man of God. So while he's moving, the Bible says, while he's doing that, verse 1 tells us that there went out a decree. Hmm? Can you go back to our text? Luke chapter 2 verse 1. While he's doing God's bidding, we are told that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus. And what was the decree about? The decree was that all the world should be taxed. Sorry about that. All the world should be taxed. Amen. A decree is a law. It is not a suggestion. It's not, it's not a f for discussion. It is a law. So Caesar Augustus, the Roman emperor, because of it, he made a decree that the entire world should be taxed. Amen. He begins by speaking of a census that would be commanded by the Roman Empire during this time, just before Jesus was born. Amen. So who made the decree? Caesar Augustus. Now let me tell you a little bit about Caesar because what God is trying to show us here, he's trying to show us the pomp and the splendor of the Roman Empire in contrast to Jesus being born in a stable eating from a trough. Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? That's what God is setting up to do. The pomp of the Roman You see, Caesar was a title used for Roman emperors, just like president is used today. So instead of using president, they use the Caesar. Amen? So Caesar called Augustus, it's President Augustus. Today, that's what we would say. But back then, they say Caesar Augustus. Amen? His name was Gaius Octavius. And because of his position in the known world, he was well recognized. Octavius decided to rename himself, give himself a title because he was so powerful. Because back then, the Romans, emperors were thought to be gods. Back then, are you with me? Just like the Egyptians thought the pharaohs were gods, amen? The Romans thought that the emperor gods. And so because of his wealth, his fame, he decided to change his name from Octavius to Augustus. Hmm? August, the month of August was named after Augustus. I've met quite a few people who say, well, I don't believe in Christmas, you know. Um, Christmas, uh, Jesus was not born on the 
you know and i said well august wasn't there either don't you believe in august <laughs> july wasn't there either july was was named after julius caesar don't believe in july either i'm waiting for a response i cannot get one you see people try to get technical and try to get technical about stuff that doesn't matter and they always end up in a jam because they do not know history so we know that he was born and that's what you're celebrating we are just celebrating his birth i told the church on wednesday my great great grandfather didn't know his birthday he just chose a day today is my birthday that's it So <laughs> we are just celebrating. How many of you are happy we are celebrating his birth? His entrance. That's what we are doing. This week and for the rest of the month, we are taking time to walk through the story. So he called the decree that the entire world should be taxed. And verse 2 tells us, and this taxing was first made by Cyrenius when he was governor of Syria. In parenthesis, verse 3 tells us, and all went to be taxed, everyone into his own city. Amen. Everybody went. Like I said, this was not a suggestion. That was a command. And everybody knew that the Romans were ruthless. So everybody went back home. Amen glory be to jesus the romans would take a census this is what the taxation was about the romans would take a census for basically two reasons one for obvious taxation purposes they wanted to find out how much money they ought to be making rome was greedy the second reason why they took a census was for readiness for military service that's how they registered young men for service amen so the census was twofold to squeeze money out of people amen and to register young men now they know the jews would never join their army the jews would rather die so the reason for the census as far as the jews are concerned was to squeeze money out of them so greed you see greed he's trying to squeeze another penny are you with me saints notice what notice what joseph and elizabeth did when the decree was passed what did they do they said we are not going back home oh no caesar is too greedy we're not paying taxes no they didn't say that what did they do the bible says and joseph what did he do he went up from galilee he went back home to be registered to pay his taxes we have some folks that who don't believe in paying taxes i know it's quiet in here but that's okay Jesus said, the Pharisees came after Jesus, and Jesus looked at the coin, and uh, 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 they were trying to trap him. Amen. They were saying, Is Caesar God? Should we pay taxes and so on to Caesar? Jesus said, Do you have a coin? He took the coin and he said, Rend on to Caesar, that belongs to Caesar. He's saying, Pay your taxes. And he said on the other side of the coin, he said, Render unto God that which belongs to God. He was saying, Pay your taxes, honor God with your tithe. Amen. You don't have to say amen. You can say ouch, but that's what, amen. That's what he said. Amen. Because we all use the roads to drive. We all enjoy the park. Are you with me? So that's where the taxes go. It doesn't matter who in government who doesn't want to pay their taxes sent. I'm asking you to be honorable and pay your taxes. Let me repeat what I said. 
it doesn't matter who's in government who doesn't want to pay their taxes and hide their taxes. You as an honorable citizen pay your taxes because we are under obligation. God said honor Caesar and honor God. Let me move right along. I'm leaving that alone. Glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. So, so we are told in verse 3 that all went to be taxed, everyone into his own city. Joseph went back to Bethlehem, amen, in Judea. Amen. We are told here that, uh, uh, can, can you, it says here, and Joseph went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth. They were living in Nazareth. Amen. And into Judea. Judea was up north. So they left up north and came to, sorry, they left. Lord have mercy. They left Nazareth, sorry, and went into Judea, the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the he was a descendant of David. Who else went? Can you go to verse 5? I'm trying to get to my point. Who else went in verse 5? Verse 5. To be taxed with whom Mary, his espoused wife, being great. She was what? Great with child. Great with child means she was about to bring forth. She was about seven and a half to eight months into the pregnancy. She was ready to deliver. Amen. Are you with me? And the Bible says here that both of them left Bethlehem, left Nazareth and went to Bethlehem. Amen. To be taxed. Mary could have stayed home and said, well, Joe, you go. I'm pregnant. I'm staying here. It's going to be a tough trip. Only desert. Okay. But she had to go because it's amazing what God does. Both she and Joseph were descendants of David. We have two lineages in the Bible. Two, is it lineages given in math, in Matthew and one in Luke? Two of Jesus' descendants. How do you call them? Are they lineages? In Matthew chapter 1, we are told, and this begat this and this begat this. How do you refer to that? Yeah, lineage, okay. So, one, so your generations were given. So in Matthew, we are given Joseph's lineage, his generation. In Luke, we are given Mary's. Then uh, Mary's lineage, both of them go right back to King David. Mary's lineage started from Nathan. Joseph started from Solomon. Both of them are sons of David. When God promised David that the Messiah is going to come from your lineage, he wasn't talking about one. He was talking about both men and both women. Lord have mercy. Are you getting what I'm saying? You cannot get it wrong. You cannot say, well, she is not of David. Yes, she is. You cannot say, Joseph is not of David. Yes, he is. When God speaks of what the Bible says in the mouth of two witnesses, every word is established. And you see the principle in God's word over and over and over again. Uh, since I got to move on, I got to move on. Amen. So, so she went with him and says, look, what better place for Jesus to be born but in Bethlehem. Amen. Be Bethlehem means the house of bread. What better place for the Lord to be born? Are you with me? So. God told them, I need you. Not God. Augustus Caesar passed a degree and they said, look, we got to go. Because we know these guys, they don't play. Amen. We both need to go. Oh, glory be to Jesus. 
It was an 80 mile trip from Nazareth to Bethlehem. How many miles I said? 80. Archaeological findings and research revealed that it was an 80 mile trip. They couldn't take they couldn't take a what's the uh, taxi? Uber. There was no Uber. No. There was no Uber. Are you getting what I'm saying, Saints? No Uber, no taxi. No red coach, no black coach. She's pregnant. She's pregnant. Amen. And she's got to take an 80 mile trip. Luke didn't tell us if she took a donkey or camel. But I suspect she either had a donkey or camel. Because a woman great with child cannot walk 80 miles in the Hudson. Are you with me, sin? So, 80 miles on a donkey. Sometimes, uh, we, we were told by some commentators that sometimes she had to walk. Sometimes Joseph had to walk. Sometimes they had to give the donkey a rest. Are you with me? So, while she was on the donkey, Joseph was walking. Amen. While Joseph was on the donkey, she was walking. And then both of them had to walk because the donkey had to get a break. Are you get what I'm saying? I'm talking about somebody who's pregnant with Jesus. I'm making a point here now. Uh, but yes, she's pregnant with child, but that child is Jesus, and Jesus is the word. Oh, I'm about to make a point in a while. Oh, glory. Can, can, can I just come here for a little while? Can I just come here a little while? When Caesar Augustus decreed that everyone should go back to their home, homeland to be taxed, Caesar didn't know that he was accomplishing God's will. 700 years before, in Micah chapter 5 verse 2, we are told that Micah prophesied that the Messiah was going to be born in Bethlehem. Are you get what I'm saying? And because the word of God was spoken, God was after his word to hasten it so it can come to pass. Because the prophecy went out 700 years. God looked over his word to ensure that it happened. They had to relocate. Listen to me, brothers and sisters. When you get a word from God, it must come to pass. From God, it must come to pass. It, it must come to pass. Let's, let, let's look at what Micah said in Micah chapter 5, verse 2. Micah chapter 5, verse 2. 700 years before, the prophet Micah said, But thou, Bethlehem, Ephrata, thou be little, though you be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of you shall he come forth unto me, that is to be a ruler in Israel whose goings forth have been from old from everlasting it is right there in God's word that's what God's, God says 700 years ago through the prophet Micah that the Messiah was going to come from where Bethlehem not Nazareth Bethlehem and so while Augustus was after money while Augustus was greedy and after my God was after you and I. <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. He was after you and me, ensuring that the plan of salvation comes to pass. 
Huh? God is after you and I ensuring that we are no longer taken advantage of by the devil. God looked down from heaven and see how the devil was messing human beings. He had us like a puppet on a string. No power, no name of Jesus. Are you with me? And God said, we need help. Everything is in order. Amen. I got to execute my plan of rescue. Amen. So God worked out his plan to honor the spoken word right in the middle of the greed of the Roman Empire. Please take time to meditate on the word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today. Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11. And the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com, or call the church, 850-408-8496.